What would we do, baby, without us? Shalala. Hello and welcome to another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. I'm your friend, Phil Vecchio, and on this episode we'll be talking about A Christmas Story, episode 11 of the series Family Ties. This episode originally aired on the 15th of December, 1982. And with me tonight is my very special guest host for the week, Matthew Vecchio. Well, thank you for having me back. Yeah, thanks for coming back again. Dragged you out here on a rainy, stormy night. Yes. Um, for a show about people being snowed in. So very it's appropriate. Yeah, appropriate. Yeah. So um people who have listened to the show know you a little bit since you were on the show early. Um, but uh any any updates as to your family ties? Have you been watching along with us here? I have been watching along. Okay, yes. good. So but that's you know my Really, my first exposure to it, as far as I can remember. So, it's been fun. Okay, good. Yeah. Well, um, we're going to jump right into talking about A Christmas Story. Sha-la-la-la! So, uh, go ahead and give us your uh, summary of the show. What happens in this episode? Well, the whole family is getting ready to leave on a skiing trip. When they bundle up and step out the front door and... All of a sudden, everyone's back inside. It is much too cold, and there's way too much snow outside. Um, so, they decide to stay at home for Christmas. Uh, at which point, they go over to their Christmas tree with all of their presents under them that apparently they were going to leave uh, while they were gone on their Christmas trip. Yeah, I noticed I don't know, this. There's a little... You pointed it out, actually. A little weird inconsistency there. Funny. Well, yeah, that they, they weren't planning on bringing him with them. Right. So if they hadn't gotten snowed in, they wouldn't have had their presents open to open. Right. So, so everyone uh, sits around the Christmas tree and they hand out Christmas presents. And actually, it's it was an interesting like plot point. Like, what a weird thing. The entire thing was based off of one of the presents was a photo album, and it got them talking about how everyone. Was born in the family. I guess I could see how that would happen. You know, we, we do like that kind of, kind of storytelling. They were playing stuff. the remember stuff game. Yeah, that's yeah. A, that's one of our favorite games. Yeah, hey, remember that thing? Remember that time? Remember that time? When was that? That game. Yeah. So. And then it, it, it's exactly like that. And then if you think about like how much like my kids like having us tell stories about when we were kids or when they were little or whatever. Right. 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 Yeah. It's, yeah. It makes sense. Um, All right, we'll carry on with your summary. So then they went through each of the three kids' um, births, like with flashbacks as they zoomed in on the Christmas tree. And yeah, faded in and faded and blurred. Yeah, blurred out there. So um, each of the kids throughout their parents' early life had, you know, different interesting story. And uh, Alex was born in Africa uh, inside of... Like their aid camp where they were working. What is it called? Peace Corps. Peace Corps. They're in the Peace Corps. In the Peace Corps. And so, like, Peace Corps hilarity ensues. <laughs> we were talking about a drought, which is also appropriate because we've been in a horrible drought in California. And now we're having a big old storm, just like in the show. Right, right. And then, you know, Big Bear is completely snowed in. So, yes, that's right. It's, uh, you know, applicable. Um, and. That was how Alex was born. Then 
Mallory. Mallory. Yeah, that's right. Cause she's second. Right. Um, oh, and, and of course the dad's hair like changed. Like at first it was like this long ponytail and he had a headband around. And in the second one, you know, he looked a little different and, um, yeah. So then the second birth was in a hospital. It was interesting. They like picked different locations. I think it was in Malibu. Uh, it was actually in Berkeley. Berkeley. They were in college. Right, right, right. Or they right. went to college. I don't know if they were still in college at the time. Oh, they were because he went and took his... Oh, that's right. He had to go take his final. He had to go take his final. That's right. Um, And he, he said, was like, who is the like the oligarchy in the Soviet... No, who's the yeah the Bolshevik leader? Bolshevik leader. And um, he said, well, it's either Stalin if it's a boy or Mallory if it's a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Close. It was Lennon, but Lennon. Oh, I didn't even think about that uh, for the explain your the things there, Bolsheviks, Russians. Okay, yeah. Time applicable. There you go. Political time. Interesting. Um, and then Jennifer. Jennifer was born in Ohio, and she had a really grumpy nurse. That was, it was she was like stressing you out and it, it wasn't was, even real. But it reminds me so much of some of the experiences with nurses. So well, it might help people to know that Matthew's professional job is as a nurse. Oh yeah. Well, I mean other thing other stuff too, but I do a lot of things. But yes. I am a nurse and like she was a grumpy nurse. What is your official position? Like you're the director of No, I'm I'm the district registered nurse. For Apple Valley. But you oversee people. Yeah. You look over them. I look over people. Um, you look down on them. No. So, I don't know. I mean, but yeah, I'm the registered Matthew Vecchio, RN, BSN, SNCS, district registered nurse. I knew there was a cool name there. In there you go. So, as that, watching this lady be a grouch was, like, difficult, right? Yeah, it was difficult. It hurt my heart. Um, and was that the, that was the Jennifer one. The crazy Larry one was the earlier, was the Mallory one. With we the, did, oh yeah, yeah. We already did Mallory. Yeah. Mallory was the one with the, yeah. with, with the, his friend from Goofy camp. doctor that he knew from camp. Oh, and he had some great jokes in there. Like really great jokes. In fact, later that is my, my quote for the episode was something he said. So yeah, he had um, some good, like just kind of dad, dumb jokes. Right. A bunch of stuff about labor. Yeah, yeah. Oh, which also fits in with the whole Bolshevik thing. I wonder if that was in purpose. Yeah, he said he had his um his degree or his doctorate in labor relations. Yeah. And he goes, it's a joke. Labor relations. Ah. But then they, they did the whole thing about the Bolsheviks. Right. And then the laborers. Labor. Yeah. Man, yeah. that's deep. No, it was deep. It was. And... In my mind, I just called him Dr. Dad Joke. <laughs> Dr. Dad Joke. Yeah. That's good. So, and then during Jennifer's birth, there was young Alex and young Mallory that came in. and They did, did a whole, really good, too. Yeah. Especially the young they Alex. They were good. He was really funny. Yeah, he was. Because that their whole thing was, uh, it was during, she was mm. born on the day of the that uh, Nixon was, Nixon the election was for Nixon. The re-election. Right, right, right. For Nixon. Yeah. And McGovern. Four more years. Yeah, so. he was really funny. Like that that was a good kid actor. Yeah, well ooh, that's fascinating. Hmm. We're doing a Christmas episode mm-hmm. um during the election season. So you like synced this up. 
Because every four years is election season. So this isn't just like seasonally appropriate, but like you lined it up within four years. Now, listeners might notice too that this is we're doing this in January and it's a Christmas episode. However, because of the way the TV season played out, we're going to be closer to the regular TV season because I think the show actually ends in like April or like early May. Hmm. So we'll actually be ending right when like school gets out for us. So it works out well, even though it seems like we're off a bit. Right. Um, it'll be good. So yeah. it's all planned. It's all part of the plan. That wasn't intentional, though. What? That this was on an election year and that was an election year. Oh, no, that part wasn't. Up. No, oh, okay. absolutely not. No. Like, that's that's a little crazy. No, but I, I'm saying the, as far as like a spread yeah, throughout yeah, the yeah, season, yeah. we're going to end the season about where, you know, a TV season would end. It's just that for sure. they were spread out differently because they didn't, back then, like, they didn't take breaks off for Thanksgiving and they went right through Christmas. Like, this one was aired, what did I say it was, on the 15th of December. And a lot of shows now, like, you know, chop it up differently and then mm. run later. So, anyway, all that is to say, it's good stuff. Timing. Timing. So. And then how does it end there? Then they open a couple more presents and... Um, Mallory delivers, not Mallory, Jennifer delivers a touching, heartfelt message, and then everyone laughs because it was cute. And then they take a big family photo, and it ends with a snapshot of the family in front of the Christmas tree. So, um, really, really funny episode. Um, nothing, like, too intense about it. It was just a... Fun, lighthearted yeah. episode. I'm going to go on record saying that thus far, this is the funniest episode, I think. The most. <laughs> I laughed a lot. Yeah. Like, it, I mean, it was really, really funny. And, um, like you said, there, I mean, they, she did, she delivered a little, you know, the Christmas message and then it was funny because it was from her school play and stuff. But, um, for the most part, it was just like a fun, like getting to know the family better. Yeah. Like a lot cool. of like character history development anyway. So. So have you seen Young Alex before, or is this the first time we've seen not Young in, Alex? Not in the show. I mean, I've seen it before. But, All right, well. But no, up to this point, that's the first time we see Young Alex okay. and Young Mallory. Um, I, I, maybe babies. I think we might have seen babies. shots okay. of them as a baby, but not like those kids, like the that's kid cool. actors at that age. Definitely the first time we've seen that. So Very cool. Very good. Enjoy it a lot. Sha-la-la-la. All right, so uh, just real quick, uh, a quick check-in. Uh, Mallory does, does another sort of walk-in. She's actually in the room already. But uh, the mom and dad, uh, Stephen and Elise, start uh, making out when he gives her the holeless flute oh, for yes. Christmas. And they start kissing, <laughs> which is great. He says, he says, she's like, isn't it supposed to have holes? And he's like, well, I didn't get to that. I'll, I'll do the holes for next year. Yeah. And then they start kissing. And then Mallory does her whole, like, ah, oh, you know. Uh. So, um we got a Mallory walk-in, which is good. Um, and also, I'm pretty sure that was a recorder, not a flute. Oh, it was most definitely a recorder. Um, but actually, it was just a stick. Well, because, yes. But, I mean, the way she held it, the way it was shaped, it was it was definitely a recorder. But don't, like, um, like Native Americans flutes work a lot like a recorder? Or do they actually have a, a hole, like, where you blow across, too? That's a good question. Because there know. might be other flutes that are... You know, and if anybody was gonna have like a flute that was like a Native American, a Native style American flute, flute, yeah, okay, it would be that family. Because um, I was thinking more like a whistle, if you blow that way too, if it's not a recorder, right? But I'm still pretty sure you're probably that right. it was just a recorder that they. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. But it was good. All I know is our dad plays flute and it doesn't look like that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sha la la la. All right. So uh, we got some guest stars in this show. Um, yeah. A lot of them, actually, and some really, really funny ones, too. So let's, uh, let's delve into the guest stars. So first up um, is an actor named Peter Jurassic. Yeah. Which is a pretty great name. It's a cool it's, name. It's not spelled like the dinosaurs, but um, still. Um, and he's the one that played uh, Dr. Waxman, which is uh, Crazy Larry. Crazy Larry. Um, which is really funny. I don't know why I said that that way. Crazy <laughs> Larry. So some highlights from his acting career. Um, he was on Seinfeld. I always mention if they're on Seinfeld because I love Seinfeld. Um, he was also and this one actually ties into the other podcast that I do, Radio Brendo Man. We uh, we watched this show, this movie, and uh, did a commentary for it actually. And um, it's really funny and dumb and weird. It's called No Holds Barred. <laughs> and it's like a wrestling movie, and it has um, like it's all stars wrestlers. And it's it's bizarre. It's a bizarre movie. It's super goofy, right? And it's, yeah. it's Hulk Hogan, right? Yeah. And um, Hulk Hogan? Hulk Hogan. Dookie. Dookie. And um, it's goofy. Anyway, he was in that. So it's just, it's worth mentioning. Um, he's also in a movie that I love called The Couch Trip with Dan Aykroyd. So I got to mention that one. Um, another, I have to do another interesting appearance he was in the duck factory which we've had a ton of guest stars that were in that show hmm. it was uh um jim carrey's tv show mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. i always mention that one um we also have another he was in spinal tap which we had another person who was in spinal tap he was the manager of Dat, which is a record store <laughs> um which is pretty cool and then finally he was of course in family ties dr waxman uh let's see next we have the grumpy nurse she was just called nurse i think yeah just called nurse. She didn't have a name. Yeah, she was. She was a good actress. I mean, she, was. she had me. I mean, she did a good job. She was in a lot of just did a lot of like one off appearances in '80s sitcoms and stuff. I guess the thing she's most she was in the most often was um, Barney Miller. Mm-hmm. Um, she had like a recurring role there for a little bit, but for the most part, it looks seems like she did. Oh, it's funny. She did two different recurring roles on that same show. But for the most part, she was just, you know, one-off things here and there. So, she was really good. Um, oh, and I, yeah, she, her name is Mary, or Mari Gorman. Um, then we have Bruce French, and he's the one that played Dr. Rogers, um, who was the uh, the more serious doctor, the one that delivered Mallory, I mean, uh, Jennifer. The camp, oh yeah, okay, yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. Camp guy was Larry. Yeah. So he's yeah he's the one that directed um or that directed he's the one that delivered Jennifer, um I guess he is probably most known for this show called Passions which I'm assuming has to be a soap opera because he's been in 513 episodes of it dang so that's got to be uh, he's Father Lonigan, um so that's got to be a uh, um soap opera because I right. can't imagine whatever else another um, interesting thing to point out he was in Beverly Hills 90210 two episodes as Dr. Abrahams um, which is cool because we have some friends that do a podcast about Beverly Hills 90210 it's called The Blaze with Lizzie and Cat. so if you guys are into uh, shows about other shows you guys should definitely check them out and um, it's a little shout out to them little Beverly Hills 90210 crossover um, also, as you pointed out, he, um, for a little bit, was into doing uh, third-part movies. He was in <laughs> Jurassic Park 3, as well as Mission Impossible 3. 
Um, also, Jurassic. And we had another person with the last name, Jurassic. I know. He was in Jurassic Park 3. Just, just You can't plan those things. I know. Just so many connections there. Um, and finally, I have to point out that he was also uh, a doctor. He's a doctor in a lot of things, but he was also a doctor in uh, the movie Fletch. Chevy Chase, one of my all-time favorites. He was Dr. Holmes. That's pretty great. Wait, so was he a, he was a minister in Mission Impossible 3? Yeah. but he, And he was Father Holmes in... Yeah. So, so he just does like... He's doctors and doctors ministers. Doctors and ministers. That's his thing. Yeah, I guess so. Priest, ministers. Hey, whatever works. Huh. Um, okay, then we have Bridget Anderson, who was young Mallory. And um, she was actually in a lot of like things that I know from as a childhood, right. uh, from my childhood. Um, she was in The Parent Trap 2. Um, the one that I know her the most from is she was in Savannah Smiles. She was Savannah, mm-hmm. which was just, I think it might have, I think it was theatrical. I don't even remember what happens in it. I just remember it being a really sad movie I watched as a kid. Uh. And I think we had it on like a VHS tape copied off a of TV because I know I watched it more than once. Right. Um, which is how you got to watch things more but than for once. for some reason then. in your mind, like chunks of it cut away to like christmas cartoons and stuff and then go back to the movie yeah. oh absolutely that's probably vhs that was definitely yes um and that's the only time she appears as young mallory in the show that was her one appearance there right however uh chris hebert who played young alex uh does he does come back one more time oh interestingly enough for next year's christmas show whoa um as young alex again so we'll have to see that next season um, but he is, was in some great stuff. Another childhood one, and this is one that I like still have dreams of, and it's a really weird thing. It's called Fuzz Bucket, and it's just it. It's probably like most closely associated with something like an ET or those types of things. Where there's a creature that comes and lives with them, and they have to try to help them escape, and they're trying right, to hunt right. them down. But there's like this weird stuff where they go through these tunnels with them, and I like I have dreams. It's one of those things where I dream of those tunnels. Yeah, yeah, and like. It's just a weird, like, connection with that show. I don't even, again, I don't remember it that well other than I have these visuals that are deeply implanted. And then this one is fun. Um, he was in The Last Starfighter, which is great. But I've got a little trivia for you. Let's see if you know All about right. this here. He was in the uh, one of the main characters from a show called Otherworld. They call it a mini TV miniseries here, but it was actually a show that got canceled after not very long. <laughs> And it's significant to our family, so I'm wondering if you know. Well, it sounds really familiar. Anything else that you can give me? Um, It was uh, was on TV in 1985. We know someone who was a star in it. No. Really? Yeah. Okay, so our cousin is an actor. Oh. His name is Tony O'Dell is his stage name. And this was like his show, like... Before he was on Head of the Class, which actually did turn out to be a big success, this was his, like, they were trying to make this, it was a sci-fi show uh-huh. where they go to, like, an alternate dimension. I watched it when it was on. We watched it as a family because well, it was that's... his show. Okay. And um, so this guy was on it with him. That's pretty cool. Huh. I actually got an autograph from uh, from our cousin at um, our, my, our great-grandmother's funeral, <laughs> but I was only, like, you know, eight or something, so... He was really cool about it, but it was probably weird, like a weird time to get an autograph also from my cousin. Right. But we don't see him that often. He's like a second cousin or something like that. That's him right there. Aw, that's cool. I want to watch that. Yeah. So anyway, those are our guest stars. Sha-la-la-la. 
All right, we got a few uh, jokes to explain. They made quite a few references that audiences today might not get, or maybe they would. Right. But we're going to help them out just in case. Well, yeah, and on a couple of the, like, political jokes were, like, political jokes from 10 years ago from that time. Right. Because they were during flashbacks. Right. But for the audience watching it, you know, they're they're adults, so they remember that having happened. Oh, 10 years ago. Right. Exactly. It'd Mm -hmm. be like now jokes about, like, George W. Bush or something like that, where most people watching a show that's targeted adults will remember things that happened then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Whereas now, it's like history. Okay, let's remember now what happened there. Um well, because first of all, we got we had a reference to John F. Kennedy's "Ask Not" speech. I'm pretty sure everyone's heard that. Yeah, because that's like one of those like everyone has heard it. Ask not what your country can do for you, but that's what you can do for your country. Right. I think the funny part of that one is I bet you if you were to do like "Man on the Street" type of a thing, and you were to say complete this statement, "Ask not what your country can do for you." Yeah, how many people would actually how be able to do How many people could do, do the second half? I'm pretty sure that's the joke. Well, yeah, because he couldn't He couldn't remember it. the second half. Right. And then asking those people who said it. Because I bet you a lot of people right. would know, but I bet you plenty of people wouldn't also. Right. So um, that would be actually fun. Yeah, it's a good one. we had a man on the street segment we could go do right now. Let's have to go call Brendo. Yeah. I, he'd know. But other people might not. Um, anyway, then they also talked about the uh, McGovern-Nixon election. Yeah. Um, this was when Nixon was running for a second term. McGovern was running against them, and they wanted to vote against them, and Alex was all excited because Nixon won again because he's Republican. Um, but he wasn't president for long because... Because that know. was Watergate scandal during that. Yep, and then he wound up uh, resigning. Yeah. And that's when Gerald Ford took over. Um, and then finally, um, uh, Alex makes a funny little joke when they're talking about they bought the present for the parents. The kids got together and bought it. Yeah. Um, but they couldn't like afford to pay for it all, so mom had to pitch in. And Alex in his big explanation said that he his quote was Ron's got inflation. Now that Ron's got inflation under control, right. blah, blah, blah. So do you know who Ron is? Reagan. Yes, Ronald yeah. Reagan. Okay. But that, that was really funny. It was a pretty good little I love, <laughs> his his no one like, you know, yeah, what, Obams or whatever. Right. He taught, he's like he's on first name yeah. basis with him, like me and Ron. Right. But you know that's how Alex thinks. Of course you you know. Yep. He's, he's pals. He's a Republican. Exactly. In fact, he even took credit as young Alex member for turning the tide towards the Nixon ele- election. Oh, right, so. right. <laughs> he sent out last minute, last minute um, mailers. mailers. Yeah. Uh. Sha-la-la-la. All right. What's your quote of the episode? You said you had a good one. Oh, my favorite quote was uh, one that Dr. Dr. Dad Jokes did. <laughs> um, and he was talking with the mom and and she goes wait like don't you need to do that test and he goes i don't need to do a pregnancy test i can clearly see you're pregnant (laughs) Uh, that was good i'm surprised you didn't pick the the one because this as the one i think you thought that i would say when uh they're talking about opening presents what does alex say oh um they, they were opening presents and remember they were leaving on a trip for christmas and he says wait Tradition dictates that we open presents on Christmas morning. Um, and that is something that I know I've heard Phil say word for word. <laughs> so, I mean, and the episode really did a good job of capturing what it's like to open presents with the family. And yeah. one person who does a cheesy handmade present. And, um, you know, it was, it was, it was, good. That was cool. 
And again, really funny that they were going to forget all their presents. Yeah. Um, see, as a dad, I resonated with a lot of the like the childbirth quotes, right? And and they were funny, but a lot, you know, I I, I relate to that experience. That's my two favorites. One were when Alex was going to be <laughs> born, and Stephen goes, "We're going to have a baby. It doesn't feel real." And Elise is like, "It does from here," <laughs> which I thought was pretty great. And then um, this was this was my that favorite was, that though. Was great when uh, it was when uh, I think it was when Mallory was being born, and he's like, "I see the baby's head." No, it was Jennifer. I see the baby's head, and she goes, "Is it a?" Or Elise says, "Is it a boy or a girl?" And he says, "I can't tell from the head. I don't see any ponytails or anything." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's some good stuff there. Yeah, that was great. Sha-la-la-la. All right, what's the moral of this episode? Oh gosh, that the real meaning of Christmas is family. Ties. <laughs> no, I, I mean, the only part, I don't know. Gosh. Spending time together. Spending time family. together. Sure, sure. And that, like, you know, what, what builds a family and makes every family unique is the shared experience of their past and where everyone came from. And, That's right. Yeah. Also, um, don't waste film because it was really expensive back then. Yeah. They had to take a second shot because one of the. Shots didn't come out. Should probably have talked about that during the explain that joke because people today might not understand why that's such a big deal. Right. But like back then you had to pay for the film and, you know, a roll of film was, I don't know, five, six bucks, something like that. Then you had to pay to get it developed. And depending on how many exposures there was, you know, that was that was ten, fifteen dollars. So you're talking about twenty bucks to get, you know, maybe twenty-four pictures, and this is twenty dollars in like eighties money. Right. And I'm just throwing numbers out off the top of my head, but it was a lot. Whereas now, you know, you would have just snapped five hundred of them and then picked the ones you liked. Right. So it was a big deal. Like, and that that was kind of a recurring joke at the time is setting those timers and having the pictures mess mm-hmm. up, but that's all you got. And and I just got like a um signed up with a photo, like a print website. And they give you unlimited prints for a year. Yeah. As a, you know, you pay shipping and they'll do as many prints as you want. It's, it's different so, times. It's just different world. Yeah. Sha-la-la-la. All right. Well, um, I think that's going to do it for this. One more thing. Oh. You didn't mention what the episode title was. What, the very beginning? Yeah, I don't think you did. Because cool. it's a significant title. Well, just in case I did, uh, this episode is called A Christmas Story. No relationship to the movie. Right. It did come out the year before the movie. The year before the movie. Yeah. All right. You can go on. All right. Well, I think that's going to uh, do it. We're going to uh, wrap it up here. Matthew, thank you so much for joining us again. Do you have uh, anything you'd like to plug while you're on the show? Well, sure. Uh, check out mountainroomescapes.com if you're going to be in the Big Bear area. We offer live room escape games. Um, That's Southern California. Yeah, Southern California. And you can use promo code Alex P. Keaton, one word, for a great discount on your room escape. Yeah, Alex P. Keaton. Yep. If someone puts that in, that'll work, right? Darn it. Yes. <laughs> have to go add that real quick. Okay, but, that's good. Uh-huh. By the time you hear this, yes, by that'll the time be a you good code. This. All right. Well, thank you all for listening so much. Uh, We'll be back next week with another very special episode of Alex P. Keaton is my friend. What would we do, baby, without a love? Us. 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 
what would we do, baby, without us? What would we do, baby, without us? And there ain't no nothing we can love each other through. What would we do, baby, without us? Sha-la-la-la. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.